Welcome to Waking Oz with Sue and Deirdre, a podcast for women who want to step out, reclaim themselves, and create their most kick-ass life. Today's episode of 12 Roads to Oz is called Attitude of Gratitude, allowing yourself time to focus on the things you are grateful for. So I'm going to start by stating the obvious. It has not been an easy past 12 to say 14 months. Would you agree? No, no, it has not. No, all of us have been dealing with COVID. And and of course, on top of that, I had the added benefit of undergoing breast cancer surgery. So I will be honest. I have had to be really deliberate about this, about being grateful. And I don't think I'm alone. However, I quickly discovered that focusing on the positive, while it's always important, I think it's never been more important than when you think you have nothing to be grateful for, right? So today is not only about being mindful and grateful, but turning that into an attitude that you can actually frame other things against. Yes. So full disclosure, Sue usually chooses our catchy titles. Uh, (laughs) This week, I chose Attitude of Gratitude because I was actually thinking about when my children were younger and they were in a phase where they definitely did not appreciate how lucky they were. And it was really driving my husband crazy. So John started hanging up Attitude of Gratitude signs around the house. Now, you can imagine how that went over with, you know, older <laughs> and preteens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they weren't they weren't super thrilled. But but it is funny, Sue, because over time we did start to have conversations about it and about how lucky we were. And it did change our family dynamic, you know, and I think we talked about like we didn't go on a trip to Aruba every year. And we mm-hmm. drove a really crappy car, you know, but my kids were so fortunate because they grew up having dance classes and theater classes and voice lessons. And they actually had so many opportunities and it gave us the chance to talk about what our priorities were. And I think it really gave them some perspective for sure. Yeah, and I think perspective is the key word there because I also found, especially when my kids were young, that I my husband and myself, we, we had to focus their attention on giving back and helping people who are going through a tough time, because that also provides perspective because kids only know what they know from their experiences. So they don't know any different than whatever they're living. So we vowed sort of early on to give them experiences that could also provide that perspective. And, you know, it may be to host a food drive or participate in a charity walk or volunteer in a shelter. There's a million different ways that you can provide that perspective, but it might also just be having conversations with them about gratitude and about, you know, people who may be less fortunate and maybe talking about news stories that are out there in a way that they can understand or even just reading. Yeah. So speaking of reading, I was actually just reading an article in People magazine, huge People fan, um, about Jennifer Garner. And she's one of my absolute favorites. I just love Jennifer Garner. Everybody loves Jen Garner. Come on. Who doesn't like Jennifer Garner? Well, and I just think there's something wrong with them if they don't like her. But I I think she's just so real, right? She just is so real. And she talked about the things that she has been truly grateful for during the pandemic. And she says in the article, and I quote, it's important to have your feelings, but I also have so much to be grateful for. And, you know, what struck me is she's a Hollywood star, 
right? She has so many things she could be. Well, and she's not just a Hollywood star. She's an A-lister. Like she's, she's really up there. Yeah. And when she lists her grateful list, they're so simple. She talks about her kids, her close girlfriends, drinking a great cappuccino, taking a walk underneath a beautiful sky. And this is actually my favorite, eating green eggs and ham, which she says is eggs, prosciutto, and pesto on a homemade English muffin. Oh, that (laughs) sounds kind of good. I know. I actually think I'm going to try to make it. And I don't often say that, but it sounds like know. Um, But I love her list because it's really focusing on the small things in life that make you happy. And let's think about this, right? It's Jen Garner. So she could have said she was grateful for God, her celebrity, her mansion, her millions, her fancy cars. But I think people who are truly grateful, if they're really truly grateful, they have this understanding that most things that matter aren't things you need to be wealthy to obtain. When I say that, I'm not trying to be all like judgy and, you know, we're human and I'm not going to lie to you. I would love a fancier house. I'd love a newer car. I'd love trips to Cabo every year. Um, and most of all, Deirdre, I'd love a personal chef. And I know you okay. would. <laughs> that, that would be top of my list. I know. My list. I know. I said that list kind of backwards because personal chef would be first on mine too. So, I mean, would I love those things? Yeah, I wouldn't turn them down. But when I really think about what I'm grateful for in my life, um, it always comes down to relationships. And as Jen Garner said, feelings. So the thing I am grateful for make me feel good. So those are my family, my now restored health. I'm now cancer free and I'm rounding the corner on this. My awesome job. I mean, how many people get to wake up Boston every morning on the airwaves? That's pretty cool. I'm grateful for my new puppy, Gracie, who like has shown me unconditional love through probably, you know, the darkest times. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for things like my favorite pair of sneakers. They're all worn in and my feet fit into them just perfectly. My most worn and comfortable pair of jeans, my bed, the beach. We happen to live near the beach, which is wonderful. And how about the occasional chai latte? Yes, I'll say it. A simple chai latte can sometimes turn my entire day around. (laughs) Well, I think we have some similarities for sure. Um, for me, it would be a skim milk latte, a latte made with skim milk, an iced latte. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like also, you know, of course, my family, I feel so lucky that I love the people that I live with, um, especially during this time. My job, I'm grateful that, you know, in COVID times, I'm still able to do my job. And I have worked in the field of education for 30 years. And I've always loved going to work. And I think, not too many people can say that. No, you know, not many at all. I think, you know, more people than not really dread going to work. So when you can get up and say, I'm excited to go put in a day of work, that is special. Yeah. So I'm so grateful for that. I also absolutely love the beach. I cannot wait. It's getting warmer. Um, so I'm so grateful that we are just a drive to the beach. Um, one thing Sue and I were talking about today, which she thinks is weird, but I love it. One of my favorite snacks when I am just so tired, sort of around this time of day, you know, around three, four in the afternoon are waffles with peanut butter and um, fresh maple syrup. So you know, what Which, you know when you first said it, I thought it was so weird. But now that I think about it, 
I mean, I really like all three things. I like waffles. I like peanut butter. I like syrup. And so I don't know why not try. I'm going to try it. You have to try it. It's so good. And actually our friends, Kirk and Bath make maple syrup in their backyard. You know, they make everything from scratch. They're amazing. So I actually just had a waffle right before this podcast with a little peanut butter and a little maple syrup. And I feel like it gives you so much energy. So you have to try it. Report back. Well, you know what, when I think about it, so the peanut butter gives you the protein and you get a little bit of carbs there. And so that's something too, that's like kind of filling, but not overly filling, but it would give you like that kind of energy boost. So I'm going to actually try that because Every day, right after I get off the air with the radio show, the morning radio show I do, right after I get off the air, you know, your adrenaline, because we're live for four hours, you get that sort of like surge of adrenaline and then it drops off (laughs) and you feel really tired and you're hungry and you feel like you want more than like a muffin. So I'm trying that. Okay. Well, let me know. I think you will not be disappointed. (laughs) I think the last thing I, I'm going to talk about on my grateful list, you know, I'm I'm so grateful for theater and it's been tough for me because, you know, it's been a year of no live theater. And last year at about this time, um, something I've always been involved in, which is the Boston Theater Marathon, which is just an amazing, amazing live event. It's a whole day of plays, just short plays put on 10 minute plays put on by theater companies across Massachusetts. Um, And it's a fundraiser. It's just incredible. Well, they actually decided to do it um, in a virtual format last year, and they actually do a play a day over a six-week period. Oh, wow. It starts tomorrow. And honestly, Sue, it was so fun last year. We watched every single one except one. We missed one day. And it was sort of, I was grateful to have this time. It's always at noon. So I would take a break from my work. My mom and I would get something to eat and we'd watch this 10 minute play. And it just gave me this feeling like theater is coming back. You know, it totally it, is. Yeah. So, so that's, that's my last grateful on my grateful list. Yeah. And I think when you talk about being grateful it's not like a singular act you don't and it's not a like overnight thing where you wake up and you're like you know now I am a grateful person it's not um you talk about it all the time and use the word practice Deirdre and I think that that's really the right word because a practice is something well by the very nature of the word that you have to do over and over again you have to practice um so you have to condition yourself to think sort of in a new way and you have to constantly remind yourself to do it until it becomes almost second nature. And that might be to write it down, to say it out loud, to share it with a friend. I've been trying to every morning, I'm a snooze button person. So not everybody is. So oh, I am. you are. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I hit it just once every morning and it gives me like eight or nine extra minutes. But what I've been trying to do now is because I can't break the habit of hitting the snooze button, which I've tried many, many times, but I have failed miserably. So I was like, well, why not use that eight minutes in a more, in in a better way than to just kind of be disrupting my sleep. So after I hit my snooze button, yes, I'm still sleepy, but I try to start thinking about what I'm grateful for and kind of set my day up on a positive note 
and have that frame of mind going into the day. It doesn't mean the day is going to be perfect and it doesn't mean the shit's not going to hit the fan at some point during the day, but at least you're starting out on a positive note, which means, you know, you're in a better position if things go downhill or if something, a curveball is thrown at you, I feel like you're in a better mindset to handle it. Yeah. So I actually think that's really interesting. Um, my mom actually does the opposite. So my mom, before she goes to sleep at night, she writes mm-hmm. a grateful list and she sort of reflects on what's happened in the day. Oh, I like and, that too. Yeah. And I think, you know, focusing either way, but I think focusing on the positive things that are happening can definitely shape your attitude. Either you're starting your day on a positive note or you're going to bed sleeping, you know, thinking here are some great things that happened to me today. You know, mm-hmm. I think it can work either way. Yeah, totally. And I think it just depends on a person, a person's lifestyle, you know, when they have that time to be reflective, when they're clearest. Um, so it, it, there is no right or wrong way to, to be grateful, but I feel like you have to be deliberate about it in order to have it be what you said, have, have it be an attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think back now and you kind of recap what we've been talking about, I mean, yes, times are still a bit crazy. Um, we're not out of the woods yet in terms of the pandemic. We all know that. Um, but I always say we're rounding the corner now. We are definitely heading into the right direction. Um, you know, the vaccinations have ramped up tenfold. It's getting warmer outside. Um, I think we're starting to reconnect with family members now um, outside. And, and we're all seeing the light at the end of the tunnel that we'll soon be able to Um, gather again. So, um, you know, it's a good time right now as we're in this sort of ramp up stage to to normal or whatever normal is going to look like to focus on your grateful list and to allow yourself to feel optimistic about where we are headed because we have a lot to be optimistic about right now. So find joy in the simple little things that is so important. Yeah, I think for me, just the fact that it's warmer yeah. Puts me in a grateful state of mind. You know, you know that I've Same. been walking every morning, but you know, it's it's a lot more fun to walk when it's 55 degrees than when it's 20 degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, so I definitely feel like each morning when I walk, I don't know, there's just more joy and hope sort of in doing that. Yeah. And I think collectively everybody's feeling more optimistic. I think everybody's feeling like better days are ahead and it's almost like the spring is symbolic, you know, cause you always think of spring as a rebirth, the awakening, whatever. And it happens that we're coming out of this during that time of year here in new England. Anyway, I'm sure there's people listening in other areas, but it is sort of symbolic. I feel like of how we're all feeling. Yeah, absolutely. So we want to challenge all of you to focus on the positive this week. It is an intentional practice, but it really can make a difference. And Please take a positive step and share our podcast and like our Facebook page. As many of you know, we're trying to grow our audience to a thousand. So we need your help. We are making steady progress. Thanks to our listeners who we are grateful for, but we need your help. We are grateful for all of you and we wish you all a very relaxing week. We hope you're safe and well. Please join us next Thursday for another episode of Waking Oz. We will see you then. 